0: One of our goals is you take away a nugget of wisdom that will help your business move from the Industrial Revolution to Business 5.0. Our vision is that of collaboration in the aquaculture industry. I'm Lourdes Gant, your host. As a business owner of an aquaculture company, what is Fish Coordinators in Operations of a Fish Farming Enterprise do? That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Welcome to episode eleven, season seven of the Business of Aquaculture podcast. This episode, we are happy to have Matthew Wilson. Welcome, Matthew.
1: Hello.
0: It's nice that you're here. He's Hello. the fish. He is the fish coordinator for Greg Seafood and a member of the Young Salmon Farmers of BC. Welcome again to the show, Matthew. Thank you. So Thank the you. So let me get started. How did you get into this business?
1: Um, I got into it and realized that this is an industry that I really like and wanted to get into it. Uh, since I graduated from my graduate degree, I went and worked in a lab and I'm working with Yellow Mouth, the kind of bacteria that comes a massive vacuum for eight months. And then that's what led into a more permanent position to as the Michelle coordinator
0: and so maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your work with what you do with greg how does your fish farming operation address environmental impacts and promote sustainable practices um so i do more the shelf
1: so my role is to help identify and diagnose these in fish so not really so much environmental stuff the environment obviously plays a really big role in or The work that we do because mortality is affected by the heavily, like we know that the bacteria like that yellow mouth is ubiquitous in the environment. We seem to see differences from the east coast of the bank around the west coast of Vancouver Island, the bank and, see-
0: and Is there something that wanted you to just focus on this industry? What was it going to be like for you three years from now?
1: Um, yeah, I really enjoy farming and working with the fish. I love going out to the sites. I really like the sort of science aspect of what I do as well. So a little bit more of a step away from production. But going to the farms, looking at the fish, trying to figure out why they died. You know, we do all of our own bacteria <clears throat> in-house. So, uh, you know, the fish dies and we don't know why we'll often come the head kidney to try and pick out any of the pathogens that came up so that then we can figure out how to manage this problem. Uh, and the, the problem solving process around that is something that I really like. And I think that's one of the big drivers of why I'm drawn into the pitch farming. It's just so- I just love being in the ocean.
0: Yeah, it's so fascinating what you guys do. I, I feel you guys have the best job in the world. You've, you're out there in nature taking care of things. So what steps do you take to ensure the health and welfare of the farmed fish?
1: Yeah, I mean, that is the health and welfare, that's really what we do for what I do. Um, and so a lot of it revolves around routine monitoring. So, going out to every single farm every month, making sure we're staying in contact with the farmers, looking at lots of issues when we have mortalities to make sure that we understand the health of the population so that if there are any issues, we can address it before they do become problems. Um, the welfare is also a big one for us. So, that means we have involvement in writing SOPs for how to handle the fish, because obviously that can be one of our biggest drivers of welfare issues. Um, That if you overcrowd the fish or you handle them too roughly, they they get stressed out and that can cause problems. Um, We also, as part of our department, we have two environmental treatment coordinators. So they do welfare scoring um, during the mechanical and uh, and hydrogen peroxide sea life treatments as well.
0: It's also very good to hear that because I can see how young people can be very passionate about how to save Mother Earth and ocean, of course, is part of that. So, how do you engage with local communities and contribute to their sustainable development, especially with the role that you do in a fish farm?
1: Yeah, um, don't have a lot of involvement with in the communities. I guess what we do is we generate the information for our department that is the regulatory department and then shares it with all the nations that we work with and the communities. Um, We also have some biologists that are an independent company that work with us, um, where we do a wild smoke sea lice assessment as well, just to make sure that we are not seeing a dramatic increase in the number of sea lice on wild salmon as they pass fish farms, and because we're in the area. Sort of and this is information that we then go and share information and valuable information for them to understand their thoughts and how they're being impacted.
0: What is it that you do for being a member of the Young Salmon Farmers at BC? Um, so we are a bunch of young people that have formed the
1: this association with um, And we are trying to advocate for agriculture because it is a business that people are not fond of, um, but we think that it is a good industry and it's well managed. It can be really good. And we want to show that young people are also interested in working in this sector and it's not just a bunch of old people that, you know, don't uh, need it for the future. We think that there is a future of farming and taking a voice from young people can be very helpful.
0: I really like that. I think there's a blending of the new world and the old world, and I don't even want to call it an old world. It's just it's a very traditional industry, but I'm really happy that young people are involved in it. So if you have to talk to young generations to be involved in this industry, what would you tell them? I guess there's two you know. Um, the first
1: is salmon just as a farmed product, grow really well. They're quite sustainable, and they're really good source of protein for people around the world. So in terms of looking at environmental sustainability, you can make a lot of bad arguments for why aquaculture is good for us as a planet in order to continue to meet the protein demands that we have from our population. while you know, not taxing the environment too much to get them there. Um, also, people, if they want to come work in aquaculture, should come out and See the farms and go on a tour. It's really beautiful out there on the BC coast. And I think that's why a lot of people are drawn into the industry. Just, you know, being able to float around and be in the inlets. It's very pretty.
0: Thank you for saying that. I think there's a new term now hovering around aqua tourism. And this is exactly what it is. We need to find out how our farm fish are being cultivated and produced so they can see themselves firsthand. It's a very, very good um, practices that are happening obviously there are there will be some bad apples but a lot of people now are very much awake and aware of what we're doing in the industry so thank you for saying that so um is there anything else that you'd want to share with our audience regarding your role in terms of the industry?
1: Um, I guess what I do with the fish health we where I look at all those sorts of different pathogens and how the fish die. And, you know, we look at sea and stuff as well. And it is always one of those funny ones where when you look at the news, because that's what I do, you know that there are some weirdnesses in the way that the NGOs report things on what they say. And so it's kind of interesting sitting on the other side of the fence to be like, that's not true. That this is true. That's not true but what you said there was and how they sort of go about that. And how different it is from when my or my thoughts on it before I came and worked in the industry. I would say that was maybe one of the shocking things too, is you have an idea before you go and work in it at, and then you go and see it. Oh, this is very different from what I expected.
0: Yeah, very good point. Very good point. Well, thank you very much for being on the show, Matthew. The biggest takeaway I have from our conversation was when you were actually talking about engagement—not just with local communities, but you mentioned about regulators, the biologists. This is a whole ecosystem that's composed of other people, and together um, is better. I always say it's a slogan that I like saying. So, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, you can just email at. Matthew Wilson at Greek And yeah. Thank I'll you very much.
0: Thank you very <laughs> much again for sharing your knowledge with us. Please remember to review the show and see you next week. Remember, you help build a home in the Philippines every time we launch an episode on the podcast. Thanks again, Matthew. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much for that.
0: Bye bye. Thank you for listening, and I hope you are inspired from this episode. Do take a moment and share this with your friends and colleagues and rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway from this conversation has been. What are you going to do differently? Please share your thoughts across social media and tag us. For links and show notes for this episode, visit our website www.sustainableaquaculture.ca podcast. Thank you again. I hope you will join me on the next episode and together we can help create a better business in aquaculture.